Welcome to the Interesting Podcast, episode number 147. This episode is with stunt coordinator, stunt rigger, and my new friend, Joe Perez. He is awesome. We talk about him doing martial arts growing up, how he got his start in the business doing live stunt shows, getting a burrito from Jackie Chan, what the process is to send someone flying through the air, how a casket tried to kill him, his time working on that Nathan Fillion Uncharted fan film, his favorite episode of The Mandalorian that he worked on, and so much more. Joe is so fun. He is such a blast to chat with. Uh, so get ready for a good time. Without further ado, please enjoy this episode of The Interesting Podcast, number 147, with Joe Perez. Theme song time. Try to make sure we're ready when we get back. Sure, sure. Are you are you usually a morning person? Yeah, I mean uh, the drive is a good forty miles uh, to work every day, so I just try and get there. You know, That'll do it before traffic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sure. No matter what my call time is, I'll be there early if I need to. <laughs> sure, sure. And at least you got that time to wake up as well. Yeah, exactly. Makes sense. Makes sense. Do you eat breakfast? I'm not a breakfast guy. No, yeah, I tend to wait till a little bit after we get into it. You know. Yeah. I think, yeah. stand by me with this. I feel like breakfast food tastes better as dinner. You ever had like breakfast uh, for dinner? You are talking to the kid who ate cereal three times a day, so yeah. Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm not alone in this now. Like, no. I, eggs are best for dinner. It's just, I don't totally. know why. It just is. Totally. It just yep. is. Yep. You're, so you're, you're in California, yeah? Correct. Okay, so you're three hours behind me. It's currently almost 5 p.m. where I'm at. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right, so the future's looking all right. It's not too bad. <laughs> cool. It's not too bad. Cool. We're still here, as far as exactly. I can tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, dude. I can't believe you listened to some episodes of the show beforehand, so thank you for that. Yeah, man. Yeah, they're they're really, like I said, I don't know what I bring to the table. They're, yeah. they're pretty full, <laughs> filled up, man. <laughs> it, it raises the bar. It's always funny. I, I talk to people. My favorite people to have on are the ones that listen beforehand because it makes me nervous because there's the bar. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you have no idea, right. you're like, right. oh, sure, that sounds cool. I'll come on, which is amazing. But when you heard it before, I'm like, oh, no, there's expectation. Well, right. here we are. You know, so I, I, I think I live on that stress level. Like I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I work in that group of people where uh, everybody knows how it should be done yep. and every, yep. everybody expects you to do it better. So <laughs> yeah, that, that makes you that. raise it though. Like you have exactly. to be on par, you know what I mean? hundred percent, hundred percent. I prefer it. I, it's the way to go. It's the way to go. So wait, are you from California? Born and raised. Yep. Oh, yeah. right on. Right on. What part? Yeah. Uh, I was born in North Hollywood, but I uh, moved to uh, Northridge uh, when I was about eight. There you go. How do you like it? Yeah, uh, I love it. You know, I've been all around. Um, I think my second place, oddly enough, uh, when I did Dead Snow one and two over in Norway, mm -hmm. uh, it was such such a different yeah. environment. But uh, everybody was so chill. I just I, I liked it out there. Do you so like what kind of stuff were you into as a kid? Let's see, martial arts. 
Um, gotta be, gotta be. Yeah, uh, not gymnastics as much. Uh, I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like they expected me to, because I was built like a, a four foot cube yeah. um, to, <laughs> to be just a, a tumble maniac, you know? Just a unit. Um, yeah, you know, and uh, I didn't I didn't like that kind of competition. I liked martial arts competitions. I went to a lot of tournaments. Oh, cool. Um, as, what as styles? A kid, so, uh, well, my first black was in Taekwondo. Dude. Uh, but I studied very traditional uh, Japanese um, jujitsu uh, called. Oh, uh, cool! Yeah, Daitoru jujitsu. Yeah. Um, so between those and then working, which is weird, is you get to work with all these grandmasters in these B type movies. You know? Sure. Like, oh yeah. Uh, I learned a lot on set and then being invited out over the weekends uh, from Eric Lee. Oh, uh, cool! Yeah, his kung fu is you know fantastic. He was the king of kata back in the day, and yeah, you know, somebody I, I aspired to train with. So. How yeah, cool is that? I'm totally, totally blessed, totally privileged to just be hanging out with the guy on set, right? <laughs> yeah. It's funny how that works, isn't it? Because you've got like the martial yeah. arts world, which can be very competition-based a lot of the time. But then when you get into like stunts and film and stuff, you're working with people like TJ Storm and stuff. And you're like, yep. oh, what? Yep. Bonkers. Yeah, yeah. Bonkers. And TJ's awesome. I do. I love that guy. He, he came yeah. on last year, I think. Just the yeah, nice. Yeah. You would never know. He's like the nicest person ever. Because he's built well, like it, a titan. Well, it's just why you would be nice. Like, why, yeah, you know true. what I mean? <laughs> what, what, a, what threatens him? <laughs> that's a great point. I, you know, I was just talking to somebody about that mentality recently. It was about like uh, going to jail, funnily enough. And it was like, people, there's that mentality of like, when you first get to jail, find the biggest guy and hit him. But in real right. life, you don't do that because usually the biggest guy is super nice and everybody likes him. And I was like, yeah. oh, my God, there's so yeah. many people that are watching these movies that are going to get in trouble if they go to jail. Well, they're in jail. They're already in trouble. Never mind. Right. <laughs> well, being, uh, I guess, five foot, five foot four my whole life sure. uh, in every in every direction, um, <laughs> there would be like the five foot nine kind of bullies I dealt with. You know, they weren't quite six sure. feet, but sure. they would have a chip. And uh, mm -hmm. I think one time I actually was able to spit it out once. I'm like, first. <laughs> what do you gain what do you gain by beating me up like how yeah. cool do you look and second how bad do you look when i'm off the floor with you like, damn right dude I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. it worked I... once and then i was like wow i'm never gonna be able to pull that off again right. you only need one that's it right exactly <laughs> that's funny i feel you dude i feel i was four foot ten when i graduated middle school so yeah. i went into high school at like five foot and stuff like that. And that's when I remember I did martial arts growing up as well. And I remember my dad who's like a vet and all that stuff. And he's like, listen, listen, you can't condition your throat. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> and he's 100%. like, you're smaller than they are. You're right at the perfect angle. Here's how to handle this. And I was like, I've unlocked the key. This yep. is it. <laughs> <laughs> this, that's totally true. And these are things that you, you pass down and family, you know, like, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I teach my kids. I teach my kids a certain curriculum. That's not really for the schools. That's right. That's right. This will get you thrown out of competitions just so you know. <laughs> right. Right. Do not use this in tournament situation. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So if you grew up doing martial arts, when did you decide you wanted to do like entertainment, like stunts and whatnot? Ah, that's kind of funny. So when I was about hmm, 16, 17, uh, -huh. uh a, a friend of mine down the block who we seemed to have the same interests he did a lot of live shows like at universal and whatnot oh cool um but back then it was the little thumbs up editor was like the new thing 
and it, all it did was mm. offset offset where the uh, VHS recorder would hit the, the yeah. pause. <laughs> right. And I'll, and I'm pause. So that's all that did. But we would cut ourselves into like Magnum PI. Oh, Hunter. sweet. Like, <laughs> so like if TC got knocked out of frame, I'd have a big Hawaiian shirt and fall into frame, you know, oh, and do a little so fight cool. and then send the other guy back. Yeah, it's, it's craziness. But that's kind of how we got the eye for like realizing, you know, you really want to sh- shoot and cut yourself to be uh, better at what people tell you you need to fix. Like sure. if somebody says, uh, you're not really stacking that hit well enough, you know exactly what they're talking about. You don't right. have to be shown you know or walk over to monitor and have them play it back for you that kind of thing like mm-hmm. you see that your elbow's dropping you're not throwing this you're kind of nancy in this punch i don't know if that's even that's probably not politically correct anymore <laughs> <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> um, I'll, I'll say that i follow my head for a living and that's just that's right that as the waiver um right. but yeah you'll you'll find things you got happy feet you know they're all jumping up and down when you should be stable sure. uh, that kind of stuff you don't really see until you video yourself and edit it and really take a look at yourself that helps i think people a lot more as they come into the industry uh to be more useful on the spot you know ah that's a great point is i just had a guy on recently who's a martial arts buddy of mine and he talked about how uh technology is forwarding the way you can critique yourself because you can watch your you can watch playback of like cause that you're doing you're like oh which people didn't have until like fairly recently yeah that's interesting and when I say like uh, video ourselves, it was the big lunchbox VHS. Yeah, with, <laughs> the, the shoulder the, rigs. <laughs> yep, with a battery you had to carry around, and it wasn't going to last long. Yeah, that that's <laughs> yeah. when you knew you were doing what you're supposed to, because that didn't hinder you. You know exactly. exactly. <laughs> I love yeah. this stuff, though. I love stunts. I love the intricacies that people don't know. You know, what I mean? it's like, oh, they just fell. It's like, no, 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 no. Like I, <laughs> I started training in the Ido like three, almost four months ago, and oh, yeah, yeah. It's so funny because when I went into it, it's like I've always wanted to learn to use a sword. It's just a, a thing of mine. So just drawing the sword in that first cut, I was like, yeah, I mean, you're just drawing the sword. I'm like, there's like seven parts to that. Exactly. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Gee, it took me like two months. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I studied ken- Kendo and Iaido out here in the Valley oh, cool. as well. Right um, on. And, and yeah, and it's one of those things too, you know, there's a lot of, hmm, for better or for, for worse, I'll say that there's a lot of kids these days who can copy things pretty uh-huh. well sure but at the same time the people who know know yep more when i watch you chamber that sidekick i know you you haven't done that a thousand times a day you know, sure uh, it's not part of you you you're you're short changing this you're uh, there's there's a lot of tells obviously um when you're a martial artist and you look at stuff absolutely uh, you that like said though no exactly and mm-hmm. and you see that the training was has been in there forever and the way they readjust themselves the person they're fighting yeah. And the way they re- adjust themselves to camera too, you know, it's uh, there are tells, and you know, every every season of some show, I'll get you know a dancer who comes sure. up to me and is like, I have full control of my body, I am super flexible, super strong, <laughs> um, and I go, okay, uh, you know, grab so and so and put together ten beats for me. I'll be back in ten minutes, sure. and I'll do it. And then afterwards, I'll say, um, your intention isn't there. You're not really trying to knock his head off. One. Right. And two, if I if I can count the beats, then you're not doing it right. Everything oh. should be interruption, you know. So they're used to being on the beat, and I want to be interrupted. I want right. that wind up, bap, you know. Yeah. Uh, it should be off rhythm. It should not be on rhythm. So that would be the hardest thing to untrain. And there's you know harder things for martial artists to untrain. You know, I've worked with a lot of guys who they're stacking themselves behind the guy, 
or they're really mm -hmm. close in because they're like, my punch wouldn't get him. It's not my in my range. I'm like, yeah, we want to do take two. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> trust me when I say don't be there. You know, there's a lot of a lot of nuances to it. Sure, sure. So if you go from like doing things with your friends and kind of figuring it out, when did you kind of make the foray to like, what was your first gig? Do you remember? Ah, so hmm. Uh, it was 1990, I think, and the movie okay. Mobsters was coming out. Okay. And we made friends with this guy at a video store on the corner out here. Oh, and sweet. We, yeah, you know, it was like, uh, I'd say pre-Blockbuster days, but that kind of feel. Sure. And it was just block he wanted. Then. It was just block. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to put on a live show in the parking lot as a way to oh. promote the release of this video for rentals, right? Okay, I'm into that. Yeah, so I put together this little little script. And it, we had as the cash prize was, you know, coupons from other people in the strip mall. And it was totally little, totally tiny thing. Right? Sure. Uh, fist fight in the parking lot. Cool. Some blanks. Yeah. So we turned it in him. And a couple of days later, he's like, hey, why don't you come down and uh, check out the new script? Like the new what? <laughs> <laughs> he opens this drawer and members of this video store are these actors, stuntmen, uh, special effects people. And now this thing has a hundred foot high fall on fire in it, uh, period Whoa. cars, Tommy guns, squibs. And, you know, the I'm like, so this, this is the panic attack. I learned it early. Good. Uh, he's like, no, no, don't worry. You're still in charge. I'm like, ah. <laughs> so, that's worse. <laughs> exactly. So we did it. We put on the show and we basically had like the morning to rehearse it um, with all the people. Cause we couldn't, you know, everybody else was working, you know, we yeah. did our part. They did. They kind of had their ideas, but we got together that morning, sure. talked about what we would do, put it on the afternoon. Uh, it went well. And then uh, the stunt guy asked us, who's been training your fights? Your fights are pretty good, man. And we're like, uh, you know, Magnum P.I., uh, yeah. Simon, Simon, <laughs> Hunter. You've never heard of him. Columbo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, well, how would you like to meet some of those guys that do that stuff? We're like, what? Dude. So, yeah, he kind of took a couple of us under his wing and, and uh, showed us the ropes back then, which is really different than it is now but yeah um that was kind of our first foray into it i mean a couple guys wow how yeah. cool is that <laughs> pretty uh, uh, again wow. location specific i would say right <laughs> yeah i love that um, though but, I'm, that's yeah. that's the whole thing though like i've talked to so many people and uh, a common denominator i've seen is luck really is preparation meets opportunity and 100%. like you had all of that preparation that you've been doing on your own to where when this opportunity showed up you got lucky you know exactly no, 100%. Like, so if I just went on uh, to hustle out of nowhere, you know, not knowing anybody, it would take much longer, for sure. Totally. Have, have you, my favorite question to ask uh, stunt people, have you ever been set on fire? Yes. How is it? Lots. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's weird because you can hear it. Oh. <laughs> you hear the crackling, you know? Oh, weird. Um, uh, one of the, I mean, for me back in the day, especially one of the phrases they kept telling me was, if you feel heat, it's too late. Oh no! Like my my wrist <laughs> no. is warm. Okay, you're burnt. You know, by the time we get to it and and handle it, you're burnt. Um, sure. Some of the bigger ones where we would have the Pyrex goggles in our in our hood. Oh, okay. Um, seeing the orange around you, you're like, man, this isn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is not but supposed I'll, to be happening. <laughs> yeah, you know, but it's a, a lot like what all, a lot of the stuff is. You know, that that same stunt show that we did in the parking lot, they they brought. Like I said, the hundred foot high fall on fire. Yeah, uh, they brought an airbag out, and then they brought the crane down after the show. Everybody's clapping. Whatever, like, who wants to jump? <laughs> oh, like looks at me. I'm like, sure. <laughs> what so, like, you my did first, it? My, yeah, my first fifty footer up there, uh, like ever. 
and uh, it's funny. I look at it now and you can see, I totally like reach down for the bag. Like that makes a difference. But in your brain, <laughs> sure. your brain you're trying to, to convince yourself that it's okay to do this. You know, this is how people die. Right. You know, it's so I reached for it. <laughs> Three feet of, <laughs> of lunge for the bag did not make a difference at 50 feet. But. Oh my God. That's crazy. You actually yeah. did it. <laughs> I, I did. And it's, yeah, I was wearing like these neon green short or pants from the nineties. It was crazy. perfect. Crazy Perfect. time. Yeah. Those need to come um, back. Those need to come back. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. The last the last burn I did, uh, you always have a good, you want to have a good team. You want to have guys who can see the signs, who know when to come in, who, when they hit the extinguisher, they don't spend 10 minutes on your face because the way the sure. extinguisher works, it just takes all the oxygen away. So you can't inhale the whole time they're oh, putting you out in your face. Good point. Uh, you know, they usually start there and push down towards your feet, you know. Right. Um, but the guys I had and I, I kept having to back them off because they were like, lay down. I'm like, I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not cooked yet. <laughs> I, I have a pistol in my hand. I bounce off a trash can. I fire a few times. I take a couple of hits before I finally go down. Um, and it, from the BTS of, of the, of the shoot, they're, they're like, like five feet behind me with the extinguishers chasing me in, chasing me out, following me. In. Like, I'm like back off. <laughs> I'm trying to work here. <laughs> yeah. When I lay down, you come get me. Um, That's right. Think, so. <laughs> you save yeah. me when I'm dead. We talked about this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's amazing. So was, was stunts always like movies and whatever you can do? That was the goal? Because you did it because you loved it, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I, I was definitely, let's see, I think I was 12 when my friend's dad took us to the big brawl with Jackie Chan. Oh. And that was the That's first it. Hong Kong. Yeah, the first, and I was hooked. Yeah. You know? And I, I didn't realize it at the time, but I had a really critical eye for timing and discerning when things were sped up or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, yeah. so when we tried to do some of the stuff, we're like, why does this not look like that? We're doing exactly the same thing. We're throwing it. <laughs> I'm like, he's falling faster than we are. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a hair, but sure. there's, there's no way we can do that. They must be doing something. So um, yeah, definitely Hong Kong stuff inspired me um of course i i thought all those guys died in those wrecks <laughs> they did they're all clones jackie chan's yeah. team is actually a clone factory they just pop them out there's like eight v yeah. trans walking around <laughs> <laughs> I, it's funny i got to i got to fly jackie uh on chinese zodiac no way and it was cool to meet uh you know his, his team and and work with them and stuff but at the same time i was like man this is the dude yeah you know it's it's the only time i've ever really been starstruck not, well, um, rightfully so. Yeah, I, and you know, I, he he had the the he had the uh, what do you call it the paramotor from oh Operation, yeah from from the first one because this was a sequel sure uh, part three or part four whatever but he had it I came around the corner I was like there it is you know and then right <laughs> then right then I see him over sitting at a table making like these meat burritos he's like Joe have a burrito I'm like Jackie Chan's feeding me what's what? going on right now what? what's happening <laughs> yeah. you've had a Jackie Chan burrito Joe. Yeah, you know that adds so like real. it adds like 150 years to your life. I've heard. Good, I'm gonna wear it. I'm just gonna yeah. just yeah. You're I, good. You're good. <laughs> yeah. You you're yeah. still you still have the burrito. You just take bits of it every year. Yeah. Your birthday. <laughs> it's not smelling so good anymore. I don't know if the potency is. Fight good. through it. Fight through it, Joe. <laughs> I mean, we all know the most dangerous man on the planet is Jackie Chan in a room full of furniture. It's just facts. Exactly. You better nail that stuff down. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 
that'd be a pretty funny practical joke though. Right, right. <laughs> Jackie Chan yeah. in an IKEA. What? It's a horror movie of itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now it must be made. That's right. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> this is our thing now, Joe. We're in this together. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I love yeah. it. I love it. How, so then how was that when uh when you go and they introduce you to these guys that are like actually doing it from like parking lot brawls to hey, come into the group. Like how cool. Yeah, it was yeah, it's surreal. <laughs> you know. Um sure. What's funny is being older and actually growing up in that era but still being able to kick head level and that kind of stuff. Hell yeah. Um you know, after having been hit by 20 cars yeah. It's, it's no big deal <laughs> no no it's it's something that you know what? i don't factor that stuff in because most of the time now i'm flying you know mandalorian i'm flying whoever sure um so i'm, I'm on the i'm on the pull side of things not so much the performing side of things as much mm-hmm. it's it's its own beast but i tend to not think about those things that i should be you know taking into credit uh as part of what made me get here uh, yeah. part of my history hell yeah um, that's what it's all so about. i didn't get to yeah i didn't get to do any fighting it was just the wire guy on that show mm-hmm. but there was one time when we were kind of messing around and i just saw jackie give me that look he's like oh you're for my time yeah like, yes <laughs> that's the all burrito. he ever said yes it's the burrito <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah that's all. Is, the, the is that what a stunt rigger is then like the oh uh, the... yeah i the oh, wire yeah. Oh. yeah okay because you've done like yeah. you've done stunts you've done like stunt coordinating you've done like stunt rigging and i don't know what these things are so rigging's the you're actually <laughs> when you're flying Specific- someone you mean exactly. you're sending them up specifically i've i've set up the the either the hand pull or the ratchet or you know oh. it, it, it's it's not an official category for a credit sure sure so i'm still on either a coordinator contract or a utility contract uh-huh but when when you ask like when you see a movie full of wires or a show full of wires, you ask who the stunt rigger was for that because it right. tends to be one dude who's in who's in charge and brings in a team uh, gotcha. to keep all that together. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Is it is it harder to pull someone up or to catch them when they're down? How does how does this work? Break this down for me. Physics is funky. Like it, it, you, <laughs> you feel like you can look at something and and know what it's going to be, but it's it's very tricky. Uh-huh. Um, like a lot of the superhero stuff I used to do, like Mighty Med and uh, a lot of these Disney yeah. kids shows, um, yeah. we'd fly them out and fly them back in in the same shot. So the hardest part is you pull down to launch them, right? Uh-huh. Then you, you ride it up so that when they land, you squeeze a little bit to soften their landing and then you get off. But you have really? to get off at the top. So you're, fall- you're free falling on the rest of that. Oh. So if you flew them, in- yeah, if you flew them in from eight feet, you're going up eight feet. You're letting them land, and then because if I just hung on to it, they'd start to get dragged back towards the point oh, or lifted. Yeah. You want them to have their feet to do the rest of the scene. So, right, uh, riggers tend to get punished quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> but off camera, so you know, a lot of people don't understand what goes into it. Um, right, but we're, I had no while idea. we're doing it. You know, um, wow. a lot of people think a lot of people think you just throw more bodies on the line, and that'll get you a better look. But when you have four or five minds, it kind of cancels it as well sure so, yeah i tend to oh. i tend to do air uh when whenever possible when i want that big look i'll put them on my ratchet yeah yeah oh, wow. that. i had no idea so so if there's like rough cuts anywhere like without the sound you hear the actor land and then you hear like dunk, 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 of riggers falling in the background <laughs> yeah 
yeah you, you know and a lot of a lot of like uh people looking over seeing the thumbs up and just continuing with the scene yeah right. <laughs> i'm all right yeah. i landed on my keys yeah <laughs> bill's got metal legs now he's been doing this for 50 years <laughs> yeah but he can jump from 20 feet it's awesome that's right <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's crazy i had no idea it makes sense because you've got a it's like the seesaw type of thing one goes up exactly. goes down it's yeah. Uh, so that how much does weight come into that as like pairing up the actor with the rigor kind of thing uh weight comes into quite a bit and there's again i'm five four so mm -hmm. i i will throw a backpack or a, a weight vest on if i need to okay uh, cool cool but now i have two or three guys that can coordinate with me uh seamlessly that are that you know make it a lot easier sure sure yeah what a cool gig I, I loved I love this stuff. Learning about like, oh, here's something you probably didn't know goes into that amazing shot. All these people, I had no clue what rigging was and all that. That's so cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did, so did did you start? You started with performance and stuff like that. When did you move over to like rigging and stuff like that? Uh, it's 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 weird because like I say, rigging isn't an officially recognized category anyway. Sure. So I was there. So let's say after that that show, right? Mm -hmm. That show I put a first live show, uh, meeting all these people. Um, getting to go look at sets and, and uh, hustle other coordinators being again, a five foot Brown guy. I didn't double anybody per se. Sure. So the effects guys were like, well, we're going to go pipe ramp a car. You want to come on our oh, side, you can see what goes into it. I'm like, sure. Yeah. I'll build a cage, you know, um, see what goes into that kind of stuff. And uh, really, I was there pretty much back then in the late eighties, early nineties, effects guys were still building the rigs. Mm -hmm. And stunt guys were, were just riding them. Gotcha. Okay. So there was a lot of, uh, I don't know, transitional hate. <laughs> I, I guess I kind of <laughs> I kind of saw it from both sides. You know, the, the effects guys, well, since they had been doing it that whole time, it was weird for them to just let some of that go. Right. But at the same time, for stunt guys who were learning about it and starting to do it themselves, at least there's only one direction to point the finger if something goes wrong. Good point. Good point. You know, so. That makes sense. Whereas... What I see now, though, is there's still some studios who have it in their really archaic uh, contracts that say that when you're on stage 26 at Paramount, uh, the special effects guys are the only ones up, allowed up in the perms to hang lines or whatever. Gotcha. So, so as the coordinator, you're down at the bottom with a laser pointer going, put one there, put one here, hang this over here. And then when the time's to do the stuff, your stunt guys will still run it. Um, oh, okay. So there's still like that interaction that has to be done for whatever legal contractual reasons mm -hmm. um but for the most part stunt guys are doing their own ratchets their own wire uh air rams that kind of stuff now sure but okay. i was there like i say for the transition i learned uh from a guy who flew jackie gleason uh Dude. leonard nimoy back in the day yeah i learned what? why i learned wire from him so when we get to a place of heat and there's a little conflict with uh effects guys over who's doing what you know i mm -hmm. can kind of drop names and I give examples, and then I'm I'm okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they they give me a little leeway um, when that comes up. So sure. But now you know, with all the the last, I got oh gosh, I want to say twelve to fifteen years, I've been doing a lot of stuff for Netflix and Disney. So they kind of just know me as that guy. Totally. Um, every once in a while, a coordinator would be like, "Hey, you want to jump in this fight?" I'll be like, "Sure." I'm like I didn't know you fought too. What? <laughs> so it's You're like Please. I'll still have I'll still have some stuff. Uh, to be able to do, but uh, yeah. mostly mostly ND again. You know, sure. A five foot cube, a five foot brown cube, not Dublin. Yeah. A lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Yet they don't they don't understand what you're capable of, Joe. 
You know, when that Danny DeVito action movie comes out, yeah. I'm... oh, it's on. <laughs> it's on. <laughs> That's right. It, when it comes to like ratchets and like pulls and all these things, like which one of those gags is the most complicated from your side? Uh, the complexity usually is dependent on location. Oh, um, oh, that makes sense. You know, it's uh, it's more time for me to hook up air to do a ratchet. Okay. Um, but then the, the actual performance of it is hitting a button, you know, sure. <laughs> there's a, there's times when I need to do on the spot valving, depending on what kind of look they want for landings and hitting things and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll have uh, valves that I'll control during the flight. Um, but when it's uh handful stuff, it's, it's a, it's a team thing. You know, they really, sure. they kind of have to know when we're going to act like they're not being on wire. You know, again, we don't want to see the wire. We don't right. want to know that stuff so there's, there's definitely a lot of timing issues and technique stuff uh that goes on between the, the pull team and the uh, performer for hand uh, stuff okay okay how, how much rehearsal time do you have for these like stunts it's man it varies uh, and it seems like the more money they make the less time we get on our stunts. <laughs> but, yeah yeah <laughs> but you know i try if it's a complicated gag or if there's you know high risk i try and get at least two or three days prior to have the person in mm-hmm. to get them in their their exact wardrobe because that can make a difference sure um, with their props whatever they're going to be having you know because i think my first high fall on camera i was doubling a kid and he had a baseball cap and a backpack but okay it was only it was only 35 40 feet i was totally comfortable but then when i jumped off the thing and tried to spot the bag the bill of the cap was kind of obscuring it oh no so in flight i'm like wrecking and then i smacked the hat off and then i could see and i finished the fall um, that's not something you know because you don't practice that. Right. Meanwhile, the director came over and said, oh, look, great. The, the hat went this way. You went that way. It was awesome. I was like, that good because I, I, somebody beat my pants. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's, there was cool. panic. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Walk awesome. away slowly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, and, and again, you you default not what you've you know, taken in the seminars, martial arts especially. You, you don't default to what you've learned or trained last but what you've really drilled into yourself by rote yeah Um, totally so you know same situation following at at night i was doing a live show uh warner brothers backlot and there was supposed to be no cameras allowed and as i jumped off this building some lady took a picture and it was just wide out like i didn't know where the pad was when to tuck but i kind of you know since i'd done that fall a bunch i was able to kind of mimic what i did and luckily landed flat Uh, um Sheesh. But you know, those are the things that, when you're especially when you're doing wire, you're not you don't you don't understand how that comfort changes for you. Uh, that you want to drill and practice as much as you can before you get to the set. <laughs> sure. Um, sure. Yeah. So as much rehearsal as they'll give us is yeah. usually the right answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I know on some of the the bigger budget ones because I worked with the same same guys as some of these guys. Um, they'll be on for like a month. <laughs> just. Sheesh. Just figuring out the gag just the uh, practicing you know switching switching parts trying to figure out who's going to be the better person on it. like i don't normally get that luxury but sure uh, sure it exists <laughs> okay okay that makes sense that makes sense you you were also in a movie that uh i don't know many people that have seen it but i really liked it it was um uh grand theft parsons get the f out yeah dude wow, that movie's so good movie. you it's, know what's funny it's so good you know what's funny is uh that hearse almost killed me. Did it? <laughs> that, oh, it was the it was, irony, Joe. You're right, right. <laughs> the casket literally almost killed me. So, um, 
couple things happened. That thing was obviously we we ended up buying it because we were gonna paint it that big yellow, right? Uh, hippie paint job, whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, throughout the sh- the shoot, we'd noticed the engine was starting to skip, so we didn't have time to really fix the engine. We just pulled that plug. So oh, no, <laughs> out of out of eight cylinders, by the end it was maybe on three. Blah blah blah. and there's this part where i'm i'm bombing through the desert they wanted this really like high overhead shot yeah yeah. hearse just going through the desert Uh uh-huh prior to that and it was my mistake uh (laughs) we i own all this we had secured the (laughs) casket enough to get around the city uh the casket that was in the back but they were heavy Uh, Uh, and so i hit this i hit this huge bump and the casket broke free from the straps and pinned me like you know oh, when you make fun no. of people who drive up against the steering wheel? Yeah. Like, it pinned me. The steering <laughs> wheel. And the only thing I could think of, because it was so heavy, the only thing I could think of was to aim for another bump and hope that bounced oh. back off me. <laughs> of and <course>. it did. <laughs> so, I would, yeah, exactly. The irony of yeah. you know, stuck like, killed by casket in a hearse. In a hearse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That there was is a lot of, uh, incredible. There was a lot of in- interesting things on that show. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fun. Imagine imagine being someone else watching that. Like yeah. <laughs> just, what's going yeah. on? Is it is that casket attacking that man? <laughs> yeah. Good thing it wasn't like a, a shot through the windshield. You'd have seen all of it. Yeah. But, uh, they were above, so they didn't they didn't really pick up on it. Sure, um, they have no idea. <laughs> but after after a while of me not answering the radio because I couldn't because it hit the passenger floor sure. <laughs> and I was pinned where I was. Uh I ended up just stopping. I didn't, like, we called cut. I didn't stopping. And then uh, they had to come get me. <laughs> Four guys had to pull the thing backwards. So I could get into, yeah. I hope that's the cut that's in the movie. So that, anyone, you know, I wish, I wish there was BTS of that. You know? Yeah. Now we know. If you see that yeah. shot, you're actually actively being assaulted by a, by a coffin. <laughs> yeah. We also, I punctured that gas tank. There was a, a gag. No. Uh, yeah. There was a gag where we were supposed to, um, he gets pulled over by oh, yeah. a cop on a bike yep you know so i tested the bike i rode the bike it's kawasaki 1000 typical police bike and uh i said hey, that's cool it's it's it works fine and the actor who went to go do it though he changed his mark he wanted to to park behind the car oh, and then okay. like kind of sneak around instead of pulling up next to it uh-huh. so we rehearsed it with him pulling up next to it and then the first take he pulls it behind it but you know camera so they kind of pass him but they just tracked him in mm-hmm. and uh the they did their scene and it was a, uh, it was one of those rolling, rolling freezes where basically you swap out, you know. And so they yeah. just dollied way back, and I put the thing in reverse, and I looked in my mirror, and I didn't see the bike. And I was like, oh. like go, 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 go. So I went maybe three feet, but I rolled over the bike. <laughs> so I think the kickstand or something punched, punctured the gas, gas thing. So I'm driving away, like, cut, get out of the car. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I probably shouldn't be telling you all these things. You know, listen. <laughs> I, I think I think the statute of limitations is past that. You know. <laughs> you know, I'll say I worked with uh, Robert Forster more than once, and that was the first one I worked dude. with him on. He was just the nicest dude ever. He seemed it. Just Actually, a sweetheart there's of like, guy. There's like stories of him just like being the most generous, coolest person ever. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That's what you love to hear. I had a good time with all of them. Um, we broke Johnny Knoxville's nose. <laughs> that's okay he does that for free <laughs> in his spare time you know there was a 120 frame uh clip uh floating around when it happened i don't know where it went but i was just really? like oh, there's my there goes my career and it was <laughs> but somebody pulled it down thankfully i don't know who did it um 
yeah. So Michael Shannon is tackling him. Uh-huh. And we had pads buried under the ground. Everything was cool. They did it six times. Perfect. Wow. Um, but before they did it, I, I kept having to correct them. I told Johnny, first of all, I don't catch yourself in a push-up position because your, your elbow is going to be up. Um, oh, yeah. And Michael, just bury your head in the small of his back as you tackle him. Don't come out to the side. Mm-hmm. And so they did it, like I said, those five. And then finally, the camera guy's like, you know what? Let me drill. Let me dig a hole in the ground and put the camera below level and really catch this tackle flight. And I'm oh, like, boy. You sure we don't have it? <laughs> this is just a bonus. This is just a bonus. I'm like, All right. For fun. For fun. For safety. And so, and so in their brains, I guess, that time it took for them to reset this shot, they went back. They defaulted back to the dangerous part. Oh, oh boy. So, so you see Johnny Knoxville catching himself in a push-up position. Or sorry, it was Johnny tackling um, Michael. He catches mm-hmm. himself in a push-up position, and then Johnny's face is right above the elbow. Oh. And you see him hit it. And then oh. come up, and his elbow is like over here on the left side of his face. Ah, ah! <laughs> and I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, can we cut? <laughs> like, let's cut. And then uh, everybody runs over to John. He's like, ah, oh, man, this happens all. It's all right. And he just pushed it back into place with a thump. Just yep, <laughs> yeah. Like it just happens. Like, man, I can't tell you how many times. Like, he was cool about it. Luckily, <laughs> I was just like, oh, great, I broke Johnny's nose. That's right. That's right. Hey, you know, you're the only other person other than himself that's done it. So well done. <laughs> exactly. On exactly. Um, on the one more extra take for safety. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That means something different now. <laughs> I hate when they say that. <laughs> one more for safety. Is it though? That arguably that was for not safety, you know? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I I also love talking to stunt people in that same vein of like you wouldn't expect stunts to be involved in this. Uh, but you worked on Ned's Declassified, which I did. Lauren Mary Kim also did. Different did. episode, but it's Different funny. Episode, like, all yeah. oh, right, these incredible stunt people are on the Nickelodeon show that you know. And you're like, all oh, right, yeah, that's cool. Small, small world, man. It's, as I went through a bunch of those podcasts, I was like, gosh, dang, what a small world. And it's it's yeah. funny because I've always considered myself fringe guy. Yeah, fringe guy until recently, you know. Sure. But sure. At the same time, people who I haven't worked with will still know somebody I've worked with. Yeah, you know, and, and they'll, or they'll have stories that I, I don't even think got out, but they'll know things. <laughs> right, right. For legal yeah. reasons and otherwise, we can't bring those up. But I understand. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. It is funny how small it is, and like it, the stunt community as well. Like it's such a small pond. Like so many people. Yeah. Like you know TJ, and then like you worked in video games. So I imagine. Oh yeah. You've worked with Darren Ross. Who's I like, worked with Darren on on like I think the one that that really still kind of gets me fan fan ishmael yeah um when darren and and uh i did uh knights of the old republic oh um, yeah the cinematic trailers for that yeah uh, beautiful work when those came out they're like why aren't the movies like this yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah i mean they're that they're so good i had a good time doing that i yeah. love it i love it and darren's like one of my favorite people ever He's so cool. He's so chill. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, and it was really weird when I first, uh, when I did the first season of Mandalorian, two of the places we went to, uh, production office was in the old House of Moves, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize until I looked up and saw one of my anchors in the beams up, up top. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, what is this place? And like, oh, this is the old House of Moves. I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. So I, <laughs> and then they had uh, taken over another place. Um, for an extra rehearsal space and to hold props and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was in there, you know, setting up rehearsal space. I look up and there's another one anchors. I'm like, what was this place? They're like, this was the new house moves. They moved again. <laughs> and so <laughs> it was weird that I was working on a Star Wars production from 
you know, I did Knights of the Republic, Force Unleashed, yeah. and a, a few other ones. And I, it was just weird to see other things that kind of, you know, synchronicities, I guess. Sure. Um, and, and your mark's still there. Yeah. And it's it was right. still up there. Yeah. <laughs> Joe was here. Yeah. Right. Might as well have been. Exactly. Do you, do you, when you're doing like stunts and rigging and stuff like that versus like movies to shows to like video games, do you, is there a different process for each one? Like how you do every, it? even movie to movie or mocap to mocap, it's different. Really? Um, yeah. I'll say that, that the, um, obviously when we did the stuff at House of Moves, they had a trust structure dedicated to cameras, right? Mm-hmm. And it was bolted into the ground. So oh, like you okay. couldn't lean on it. You couldn't, you couldn't, you know, touch it basically you'd have to reset all the cameras sure um which was fine so i would pick off the actual structure of the the building the ceiling the beams that were up there smart so no interference right sure on on mandalorian when they first brought in that led volume yeah they want to do a bunch of wire in there and i was like you guys anything i touch is gonna bump something like <laughs> like what do we do so we had to re kind of structure it from the get-go uh Look, we had like two or three weeks of pre to do this, but I had to basically move, move the catwalk up a little bit, make it more independent of their structure, and then guy that off to the to the stage itself. Sure. So so that I could I could anchor to that, but drop in through one of the panels and not touch. And it was tricky. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I've gone from that to the first day out there in um in Norway. They're like, yeah, we want to do some wire there. I'm like. You want me to hook onto clouds? I don't. There's, <laughs> there's literally no, nothing up here. And I was like, "Can you get a crane out here?" They're like, "No," because uh, it'll fall on the lake on the way up. Uh, All right. So here's what we can do. I had six guys sit on a snowmobile. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I, tie, I tied a I tied a wire to the biggest guy named Magnus, and I told him <laughs> that he should just run. And he's like, he, he, he's wearing the vest. He's tugging on the wire. He's like, I don't I don't think my feet come up. I'm like, Magnus, just run. Yeah. <laughs> so first take, he ran full out, full on taco, landed on his shoulders. I was like, "That'll that'll teach him." They said, "They said cut." He goes, "My feet come up." I'm like, yes, it did. He's like, "I go faster next time." I'm like, "What?" Like these guys, you know. Sure. They, you know, and and when I brought Arams out there, one of the guys hit one the first time he was going to try it. After watching a bunch of guys, he hit it sideways and did a side semi off it. I'm like, "That's oh." I mean, clearly you're fine, but that's not something even stunt guys were trying to like, right yeah that's yeah. but I'm he didn't okay. know yeah but he didn't know that to know it you know like sure you don't, you don't know um so yeah every every situation seems like uh clean slate ish you know sure i've seen enough and i've done enough that i can i'm usually pretty pretty 100 percent on from my first setup but there'll be times mm-hmm. when you know they'll move a mark or they'll move some sort of dressing and i got to move the, the point i had up over sure um so yeah, it experience helps when you're when you're redoing or first doing uh, setups for wire. I bet, I bet. Yeah. That's so cool though. It's like a it's like a when you walk into a room, there's like a math equation you got to figure out. Like, okay, this is here, blah blah blah, and it's all. So how does this work? You've got the performer. They're wearing their mm-hmm. sort of vest thing that's attached to wires that is anchored mm-hmm. to something above them, and then the people on the other side. Uh yeah, usually a minimum of two pulleys above. So if they're oh, okay. If they're like say directly under a pulley, right? Uh-huh. We pull them up. We we pull on the other side, coming off of another pulley. They go straight up and down. Got it. So if you if you pick that pulley and come down straight down from it on the ground, you can pretty much draw an asterisk, right? Sure. So if they go five steps to the right, 
mm-hmm. and we hammer them from our side, they'll probably go past the middle to about four to five steps on the left. Got it. Physics. Right? So that's exactly it's the it's uh-huh. the pendulum kind of deal of it. So sure, um, there is a happy a happy medium of them being ready for us to pull, and the way that we come <laughs> off <laughs> the way that we come off the ladder. Got right. It. So. Anytime you see somebody like twisting, like mm-hmm. what we call a wrap, where we physically just okay. wrap the, the cable or the wire around them. Sure. Um, that adds a lot more height to our end. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So uh, what's called a gooch, let's say, where we, we mm-hmm. anchor, we, we have the shackle connected to the vest, and then we literally go around their crotch and then back up to the pulley. Uh-huh. So they're either, they're either going to do a really wacky front flip or a back like a gainer. Uh-huh. Um, where we would normally have pulled them, say, you know, eighth, eighth step up on the ladder. Now we're up on the 12th or 13th because the uh, oh. distance to go around their torso through the crotch back up is, you know, five feet. Or oh, right. Good point. So, wow. yeah, so we're, we're coming lot. off from a lot higher. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot yeah. to do. <laughs> but what that gives us is if we, so what I do is I usually set that end point where they're going to land. Mm-hmm. I make sure that that's about where I am standing chest level. Oh, so then, okay. So then we wind them up in the wire. Mm-hmm. I see where my ascenders on the rope have gone to on the ladder. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's uh, 15 steps up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but what that does is it gives me control over their landing. So uh, gotcha. there's a, there's a clip out there. I think where it looked, it looks like the guy kind of has his arm funky. Mm-hmm. Uh, right before he hits and it's just out of the corner of my eye. So I kind of hung onto him a hair longer and then set him down. Um, sure. Cause I didn't want him to, you know, have his arm get jammed. Uh, That's nice of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, he he was mad. He was like, I, my arm would have caved. I, I had that. I was like, well, yeah, you know, in the middle of falling down, jumping off this ladder and seeing that in the corner of my eye, I erred on the side of, you know, I'd rather get you more onto your back uh, before I let you, before I dumped him. So sure. When you're rotating at that speed with a wrap, um, sure. you know you look. You can, if you're not careful, especially going forward, you can totally scorpion. You know, somebody's Sheesh. torso can be going into the ground and the legs are still continuing the whip. Yeah. Um, oh, so, no. yeah. So that's why I like to have that break ability. I usually Smart. can't tell that I'm breaking at all, mm-hmm. um, but that's in the good shots. You know, I, the guy right. looks like he just <laughs> went totally goal. forward and. And pancakes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if something goes funky or if he's a little, he helped us a little, quote unquote helped us. Sure. Uh, um, which made him over rotate, basically. Then I can still at least put the brakes on him and, you know, not let him break his neck <laughs> okay. or anything like that. So okay. there's obviously we practice, you know, and we, sure. we try and use pads uh, for rehearsals mm-hmm. and then save it, save the wreck for the on camera yeah. bit. <laughs> Fair. You know fair yeah that's cool i didn't i also didn't think about that yeah a ladder obviously how big are your ladders i got some pretty big ladders yeah <laughs> uh, and i mean I'll, i don't I'll want to brag call a, <laughs> i'll call i'll call for a scissor lift when i need it you know what i mean oh so, yeah that's yeah. pretty cool what what do you use if you're like on location and you're outside like you mentioned a crane you do is that a common thing you yeah. use? yeah we, we really? use uh we use cranes a lot that's cool you know, um the the bigger the crane usually the better flexibility wise we can we have to make the shot look right but the more oh, expensive yeah. obviously that is you know sure they can um, move around as far as more. as far as yeah pushing the base of the crane off set 
Oh yeah. So oh smart. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of construction type cranes, they're like, yeah, we have 50 foot reach. But that's starting from the back of the crane going straight out, uh, straight up. So if I wanted sure. to use 50 foot of that, I'm standing on the crane. Right. <laughs> There's no <laughs> So to, so to really come down, have it, you know, be more like 20, 25 feet off the ground at the point that I need it to be, the crane can back up a little bit now and be out of shot as much as possible. Um, sure. You know, I try to, I try to put the base where the camera is going to be. It's usually the safest. Um, but depending on shadows, depending on, you know, all kinds of stuff, we got to, we got to fudge a bit. Right. Right. Yeah. So they probably bring you in pretty early on the production side of it to try and figure out how best to do this stuff. Ideally, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it's funny because like there's still, I don't know, a lot of these lifetime NDAs kind of crack me up because they'll not give me the script until we're almost in it. And then they'll be like, how many crane days do you see? I'm like, I don't have any idea, man. I haven't seen the script. <laughs> Good. So, you passed your first test. Check. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so five. That's right. Yeah, five. Let's sure? <laughs> start with five until I get in there. Let's see what happens. That feels like a good yeah. place to be. You, yeah. you also, I did not realize how many of your things I'd seen and loved until I started like looking into things and like, you oh, no. some of the coolest fan films like ever. You did like the Wonder Woman uh, one, the, the Uncharted yep. one, easily yep. one of the best yep. ever made. How cool and is that? Dude, that, that guy. <laughs> right? Jillian is such, such an awesome dude to work with. Oh, I bet. Big hero of mine. And he, and he cared so much about the project, you know? Yeah, I bet. And that, that always helps us as we're designing stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is there something that actors bring that make your life easier? Usually, yes. Yeah? Usually, yes. Um, if they're honest about injuries or abilities, oh, we can work around it. Sure. You know, but sometimes, you know, for ego or whatever reason, they'll not tell us. Mm -hmm. stuff and then we'll get there on the day and, and we're like he's got two left feet and two left thumbs we're not gonna <laughs> how do we do this right. you know, um so yeah the more honest they are the more passionate they are the, it just rubs off on us you know we love it i bet and he was like the yeah. guy for nathan drake and that everyone was like this is this the, look at, just look at him just look at his face yeah yeah <laughs> it's nathan is nathan it's nathan <laughs> fillion come on guys we're, <laughs> all, we're all agreed here on this one that was yeah. cool and I, so I, some of the some of the choreography he'd actually pitch in too. Like we showed him oh, cool. uh, our versions of what the fight would be and, and some of the stuff. And he's like, would it be funny if I did this? And he'd do it and be like, <laughs> oh yeah, let's make that that, you know? Um, sure. I love that one. And so many homages yeah. to the game. Like even the way it was shot was like you were playing the game sure. from the third person. So right. Cool. Well, when we were designing that, that was, that was tricky as heck. I we bet. were gonna Texas. We were gonna Texas switch it at first. Have the guy oh, really? land. Have the stunt guy land out of the window. Sure. And have Nathan get up. Um, but it's too too tricky because you know obviously you got you gotta have that focal length. You gotta have that depth right mm -hmm. uh, to include the bad guy shooting at him as well as the car pulling up. You know all that stuff. So yeah, we ended up taking it quite a few tries actually. I bet. It, yeah. Is there something like thinking back on like a, a gag or a stunt that you pulled that? was like really complicated you're like god this one right here i remember and i we uh i'll tell you what we you know what what sucks is there's a lot that don't make it um oh good point that that uncharted exit out the window was gonna be him out the window uh sliding down the tiles landing oh. on landing you know like in the game i think they do that a lot where he actually slides off yeah plants on something else and then and then falls to the ground clumsily mm -hmm. 
Um, right. But it was it was time and it was uh, a little bit budget that we couldn't get up and actually pull that off. So that became the alternative, just coming straight out the window. Sure. Um, but as far as like, I've, there's, I've been around a, uh, a lot of near misses. I, luckily for me, nobody's been injured on my set. Well, that's um, good. It's an important but, uh, one to be able to say. Yeah. I mean, back in the 80s, there was this guy who uh, was notorious for just, if you were told to take the pipe ramp at 55, he'd go at like 70. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, and uh, we were doing this pipe ramp, and it was Mulholland Drive, which has a big bend at the end of it where we were doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he almost went off the end. He almost <laughs> just barely, like in a movie, like just the side of the suburban kind of just dug in and finally at the last second. <laughs> and we were waiting for the thumbs up, but he was knocked out. So. <laughs> Yeah. I do not take responsibility for this specifically, just yeah. so everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Um, That's nuts. Yeah. So how did you become involved with The Mandalorian then? Um, Gosh, it, it's funny. I think it was word of mouth, pretty much stuff. You know, and, and That's a common there story. Was, there was so much Marvel stuff going on that a lot of the other big guys were busy. Yeah, you know? get in yeah. there. That's the way to go. That, that small community, again. And how Hush yeah. Hush season one was, a lot of people that I've talked to that have worked on it, same sort of thing, was like, I knew someone that worked on it, and it was like, hey, come here, we're not telling anyone what we're doing. You know, it's like, yeah. secrecy so oh, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes yeah, sense. yeah. And uh, you know that, again, lifetime NDA on yeah. every contract. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. That's right. Yeah. So we had uh, we had uh, one of our guys trying to post previses for a minute, and uh, Disney Legal actually contacted him to pull it down. Ooh. Way after the way after the airing of it, you know. sure. That's so, yeah. that's one of those. There's actually, uh, I happen to know, there's a sniper assigned to every crew member. I don't know if you knew yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> that laser light, it it shows up. It just blinks long enough to you be like, did it? No, no, that, yeah. that isn't it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and uh, it gives you a bell kick and then a, a coma. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's a very interesting dart. <laughs> Listen, you signed it. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's on you. <laughs> yep. Is it is it intimidating working on something of like that size? It's a big uh, deal. Or do you, you can't really be, contextualize it? I think it would be if I was younger. Yeah, um, that makes sense. You know, uh, there's too much to be responsible for and to uh, mm-hmm. just make sure your ducks are in a row for you know because you know, again, Favreau knows what the hell he's doing and he, sure. he knows what he wants, which again helps us a lot. But at the same time, I wanna I wanna equate it in the positive ways mm-hmm. to be like Bay and the other dude. Uh, sure. Sure. When they've done every department themselves and you estimate them a time and they kind right. of know whether that's a bullshit number or not. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, you just stop trying to overestimate, you, you know, you, tr- you really try and you really try and take out the padding if you can and, and dial in your shit. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, totally. uh, it's, it, it's funny because for me, when I grew up and were on other sets of other people doing stuff in my head, I don't know if I was arrogant or just learning, but I would be like, that shouldn't take that long, you know? Sure. But they sure. were wise to, to do it uh, because there would be some weird factor or some other thing that was out of their control that would jump up and mm. it would end up taking close to that long. So I kind of took that mentality, you know, it's air on the side of safe uh, always. Right. And so if I, if I say it's going to take me an hour and I get it done in 40, then yay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's always better yeah. to, 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 like, when are you going to be home? In an hour. Show up at 45, then say an hour and an hour and a half. 
always. Yeah. I'm married. Yep. I know how this works. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> exactly. Exactly yeah. right. Do you, um, do you have do you have a favorite episode you've worked on so far? Cuz you worked on all of them. Uh, yeah. Um It's funny. I like the way uh Ahsoka meeting Mando worked out. Yeah, same. And and Ahsoka versus Diana. She was so cool. Agreed. Yeah, she she just, you know, in the lineage she comes from, you know. Right. Awesome. Yeah. The um, homages to old school Kurosawa in that episode. Beautiful. Well, here's the here's the thing before we even shot any fights before we uh, uh, were okayed on the first, gosh, I want to say it was the Trandoshans in the cave fight. That was like the first real big uh-huh. fight we had. Um, Dave Filoni had to sit down with us and he was like, look, I know there are shows out there where the heroes get beat down a hundred times and jump right back up. And he's like, I don't want that to be our guy. Really? That's not the aesthetic. Yeah, sure. he's like, I don't want that aesthetic. I want it to be a guy a little bit like indie where he yeah. could fight but he won more by just sheer luck or persistence or something sure um, <laughs> just by not giving up <laughs> yeah and and he won that way like that's how he kind of saw mando and he's like and here's the thing too about when we started doing lightsaber stuff back in the day when he was growing up which is the same as when i was growing up pretty much mm-hmm. um, we appreciate we have both appreciated traditional like zatoichi yeah like, Love it. When you when when he pulled the sword out, people jumped the hell back just on the draw. Yeah, because they're like, "That's the thing that kills people. We yep. shouldn't be in that range, uh-huh. right?" As <laughs> yep. opposed as opposed to you know, person pulls out a sword, the other guy like just takes a boxing stance. Let's go. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, like I'll sure. cut you, man. <laughs> I have a three foot razor. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, and it, you'd be happy if I was able to cut off your your head in the first cut, but it's gonna just be a lot of bleeding before that. That's right. You know, like, <laughs> And he said, it's kind of like we're going to have to retrain audiences in that sense. Sure. You know? So uh, Ryan Watson, the other coordinator, big Kung Fu background. So cool. Great dude. Awesome guy. Just totally. And then I had, like I said, the Kendo, the Iido, traditional Japanese stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I was a big fan of, like I said, Zato and, uh, of course, his brother and Lone Wolf and Cub. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I was, you know, that was what I wanted. I wanted to just be the guy who beat the other dude to the draw. Or, yeah. You know, beautiful. I can't tell you how many times I got coached on people when they were still trying to get, you know, raise yeah. me up. Um, You're already in. <laughs> I was like, coach it. That's um, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I understood what Dave was saying. And I think when he took the time to shoot it the way he wanted to shoot it, and especially with the parallels, you know, yeah. Um, even though it wasn't like, again, 75 move choreo, mm-hmm. uh, you still felt the intention. You felt the, the, the tension of what was in, on the line, you know. Sure. Um, I think it worked out great. That was that was a that was a fun one to to, to work on. Probably my favorite. Yeah. I did not like uh, I did not like working in the LED that day. Uh, <laughs> I was I was having I was having trouble running lines for my my wire and stuff for the part where she goes up and over the branch. Yeah. And, yeah. And where he he gets pulled up and then falls down. There was there were that and then her up on the uh, on the rooftop. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. That those two bits uh, ended up having just issues on the days. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was. Those were the two hardest. But that I guess that also helped endear me to that app. Uh, sure. Overall, when I finally saw the cut, so yeah, I still say that was my favorite. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's like your favorite and most difficult are the same thing, and that's what kind of. Yep. That makes sense. That's usually how it is, though, isn't it? It's like you got to so. take the good with the bad, and that. Yeah. 
That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It when you're doing stunt rigging, I'm curious, is there like because you said every gig's different, right? Is there yep. a common hurdle that is like ah, this again? Like it keeps coming up. It's a thing you constantly have to overcome. Usually it's uh like I like that example I gave with, with Norway where they just expect you to show up and, and magic's gonna happen. Oh yeah. You know? like, <laughs> Other people not understanding uh, what the what you do on set. Is, yeah, yeah. They're like, I don't need to think about physics. I'm gonna have the guy come in that thinks about physics. <laughs> and I'm gonna come in and be like, I don't have anything to attach to. Like sure. Dude, clouds. <laughs> um but yeah, that I think sense. that uh I think that my I guess routine, I guess, would be uh, uh -huh. when I when I get to location, either to scout or to set up. Uh, it's pretty dialed, you know. It's pretty Smart. dialed, um, so that the 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 flow chart has fewer fewer ways to go. Sure. Now than when I when I first started, and it was just like you know, ah, I need my daddy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the the benefit of experience, though, because you yes. have because you've been through all these things, you have that math checked out. It's like a carpenter cutting yeah. something. You're like, oh, just like that. Like, now for the first few years, it wasn't. <laughs> as, no, exactly. As uh, <laughs> as our stunt PA on a, a Western I just did in Santa Fe said, she's like, you're you're an Asian, not a Bijan. <laughs> okay. Yes, I like I like I'll mapping it. it out. In other words, I I do enjoy that part, and I encourage the guys I bring on or who are assigned to me uh, to throw up their ideas you know and then i'll i'll try and shoot them straight on what's what's right and what's not sure that. that makes sense is is there a gig that you think back on like in general that was complicated because you you've got physics involved you've got rigging got things like is there like one that sticks in like this took this not took a while to crack uh hmm. i know right i get you comfortable and then ask you the real questions well, no, I mean, there's kind of one, the, the one I just did most recently kind of sticks in mind, but I don't want to mention anything about it. Sure. That <laughs> yeah, um, that's fair. Number two, then. But I guess, um, yeah, number two, uh, I think it was Terminator Dark Fate. Oh, yeah. Uh, the shoots out here in LA. We were in the cargo area of the, the plane, and it's it's like stabilizing, but then zero gravity, but then stable, you know, it's doing. Oh, yeah. And so we have to, and it was, uh, Mackenzie versus the girl and Linda Hamilton sliding along the floor, trying to grab her shotgun, all these things at once. And the puppeteering of that was kind of tricky. Um, I bet. And it, it's, you know, if you picture just a body with six lines coming off it, anywhere you want to say, and six different people have yeah. to give or pull, or, you know, we have to feel each other. On, yeah, that one was pretty technical i guess hand pull wise puppeteering wise that one was uh -huh. pretty hard um wow. yeah uh other than that the the normal tricky ones for me are getting vehicles to do what i need them to do um <laughs> without puncturing the gas check, tank without that yeah well that's the funny thing usually on a on a film that you know that you're going to destroy a vehicle the gas tank is not even allowed to come with the car oh like it gets <laughs> that's it, cool it gets it gets taken off at the shop smart smart you know and there's usually uh, uh, some sort of modified fuel cell that uh, that goes oh, with that's the car cool to, i didn't know that location yeah yeah oh. i've been on shoots back in the day where they're like crap i uh, just filled the tank with soapy water you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure there's been some so, you know that won't explode true <laughs> right right you get creative but yeah yeah i never would have thought about that what what's the most amount of lines you've had attached to a person before 
Hmm. I think six. I think six was the one. That's so many. That's, that, that's, that's so, so many. many. <laughs> I mean, and this was before, before, uh, I want to say wire removal was as ubiquitous, you know, like now it seems like everybody and their mother can take wires out, but yeah. <laughs> back in the day it was frame by frame, you know, right. <laughs> so oh, yeah, we had, man. we had six on that person that, it was similar to a uh, crashing tiger, tiger, hidden dragon thing where they, you know, they're mm-hmm. mid jump and they get skewered sure. know, and then <sighs> they still try and fight it and then get flung around a bit while they're up there. Um, right. So yeah, it's, it, it can be tricky, you know? Sure. I got invited to work on the matrix, but it was uh, oh, what? just after I got married and I was, yeah, I, you know, I didn't know, I didn't know what it was going to be. Sure, but I was like, uh, you know, I can't leave right now and fly to Australia. I gotta, I gotta do these jobs I have here, uh-huh. um, you know. But uh, it's funny because before the Matrix, I couldn't pitch wire to anybody. They they only thought of that like rectangular up, across, down uh, Hong oh, Kong yeah. of the '60s style. They're like, no, nah, we don't want wire. Yeah. After the Matrix, <laughs> it was like, guy gets punched to the ground and rolls up the bookcase. I'm like, rolls up the bookcase. <laughs> Okay, everything was wire. You know? <laughs> a pendulum swung the other way and busted the needle. You know, like that's <laughs> right. That's right. So. That's why I love Into the Badlands so much. Beautiful mm. wire work, and that was Jackie yeah, Chan's yeah. stunt team all up, all up on it. So cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my buddy Morgan uh, works on that a lot. So cool. So cool. Yeah. I get it is so when you got wire work, it's still a physical person being thrown all over the place. How often do people get the wind knocked out of them? Oh, there are some gags where you know it's just going to happen, right? Uh, that goes for getting normal. your <laughs> yes. That goes for getting your bell rung too. You know, sure. Um, uh, it's it's been minimized a lot more. I want to say these days because uh, we can high dense. We can put foam on a lot of hard surfaces that you don't normally you wouldn't normally have been able to before, uh, ah. because they can they can smooth it out in in post. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, you don't get okay. you don't get hit as hard usually these days. Sure, uh, but I mean, there's still some guys that that want that. <laughs> of, co- of course, of course. But uh, and and we want it to look as real as possible always. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, there's there's the thing about wire, especially ratchets. And again, I'm using pneumatics to force multiply a lot more than what people could do online. You know, sure. Again, it's not, I'm forcing a, a cylinder, a rod to push or pull uh, you way faster than we could have managed with any amount of people. You know, right. Instant. And yeah. I got pl- <laughs> to plan the landing. <laughs> sometimes, right. we're throwing, sometimes we're throwing you into objects. Sometimes we're throwing you just into the ground. Um, sometimes I can desail a little bit and, and you won't be able to tell. Uh, a lot of times... It's, if it's optimum, we'll take you out of the, the frame, you know, so we can oh, just be beside that landing, you know. Sure. Um, when you want somebody to, to get snatched out of frame, but the, or in the shot, get snatched and hit the ground and tumble, 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 uh, you can't have wires on. We'll just get tangled up in the wire. Oh, yeah. So, so we'll snatch them. And then on the B side of that, they'll usually run and either hit an air ram or a mini tramp and just chuck themselves at the ground as hard as they can. <laughs> and uh, yeah. They're made of something else. They're made of something yep. else. All yeah. metal and bones. When, in, inevitably, wherever you put your pads, the gap, that one <laughs> millimeter gap, 
between them is where the bruise is going to get. Yep. Yep. That's um, funny. I, I never thought about but, padding the surface you land on. That's very smart. It's very smart. Sometimes we get to, sometimes we get to, sometimes there's no way. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes you'll have that, uh, big square fluff of, of landing area around the person, you know, yeah. you really give it away. Uh -huh. Um, so we try to avoid that. Um, I remember once I had to do this uh, spiral uh, stair fall backwards. Oh, and it was a, a pretty pretty tight spiral, and I was like, eh, "I don't." Mm, all right, I'm just gonna have to go for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I was so focused on the the spiral fall that I wasn't worried about what initiates me. And there's basically uh, the actress picks up a vase and smashes it over my head as I'm coming up. Uh huh. So we had our stunt double, uh, Nancy from. Over her shoulder, looking at me, and I did the stair fall fine like four times. Uh, then we swapped Sheesh. in, we swapped in the actress, and we gave her the notes. The notes with breakaways is look, you're you're going to grab it too hard initially if mm -hmm. you're not careful, and you're going to break it in your hands. Uh, there, these are break these are breakaways. They're meant to break, so mm -hmm. you kind of got to pick it up diligently while still looking aggressive. And you're you know the rest of you, <laughs> right, right, raise. raise Raise it up over your head and smash it right here on the hard part of my head, right yep. on the bowling ball. Uh huh. Not the forehead, not the eye. Ah. It's 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 right here. Yep. <laughs> and and so, of course, I'm looking at the back of her as I come up the stairs and I hear crunch, and she <laughs> she literally panicked and turned around and just threw it right in my face. And so. <laughs> and so it blows up in my face. Uh, I can't I can't see. I do this stair fall down the spiral thing backwards no. i'm just trying to suck my limbs in so i don't you know wedge an arm in there sure or leg and then i get to the bottom and they cut and i'm like i can't open my eyes <laughs> like oh <laughs> don't your 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 eyes and your ear are bleeding so oh just, no <laughs> yeah from from the way breakaway being just <laughs> just launched into my face point blank <laughs> stunts <laughs> stunts <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. This, things things this you learn. Blood doesn't taste minty. Yeah. No. Yeah. Wait a second. This <laughs> wait is mine. <laughs> I um, I I remember I was the first time I ever like breakaways are really cool. Uh, yeah. I was in I was in a short film a few years ago and we had to do this thing where I was like being held. I got thrown onto a bar and then I'm laying back and I grab a beer bottle and smash it over the guy's head. And what none of us thought about was if somebody's over you and you smash it above their head. Those pieces gonna get, get all the sharks. <laughs> gonna come to your face. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, learn that one. <laughs> yep. Things you don't yep, know till you know. Till you know. <laughs> Gravity. It's a thing. Yep. Yeah. It's a thing. <laughs> so is momentum and inertia. Uh huh. And yeah, uh huh. You, you got to taste all of it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Is there yeah. is there something you haven't done yet that you want to do? Hmm. Uh, let's see. I have like two second unit directing credits. So I'm, I love as it. I get older, I'm, I'm moving more into that. How cool. Uh, you like unit, it? First unit directing. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's again, different. it's, it's different. And, uh, it, it's okay in that even when I was doing wire and we had separate units and I would have to basically run over and set up and then pretty much delegate and let go, let God kind of handle sure. it um yeah uh I, I feel like that's even more so in directing because you have to trust the team around you yeah you, you can't you'll never get done if you try and do every department yourself and, and be Good super point. critical on every you know so 
that that learning curve is, is tricky. Um, I bet. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm I guess I'm calling that the next chapter. But at the same time, hell yeah, I still love doing the math of what I'm doing. So. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, you know, like I said, fringe guy for basically 30 years. Uh, now right. just starting to do mainstream stuff a little bit. How cool! So, I love yeah. that. I love that. That's gonna be cool. Do, so, do you have? Do you have any advice for someone who either wants to do rigging or any of the things that you've been doing? Uh, yeah, it's tricky. Um, you know, and I, again, I've taught seminars uh, all over the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody, even riggers, everybody should have a good uh, picture fighting base. Uh, uh, yep, smart. You know, uh, whether you're gymnasts, uh, you're in gymnastics or parkour or a driver. Um, inevitably somebody's going to see your sizes and your look and be like, he can double my guy. Right. And they'll throw you in a fight situation. And uh, I know drivers who've been kind of called out on it. I know people who have told people they're martial artists and then you meet them. And you're like, mm. yeah, you got to be honest about what you do. And then you got to really research and, and fill up your, your fight on camera uh, game. Smart. Uh, and again, that goes to the first thing we were talking about, you know, shoot and cut yourself and friends. Uh, yeah. Doing stuff. You know, that's sure. easy, easily the most self-critical you're going to be. Um, yeah, it's great because when I went to uh, Italy and uh, I want to say Iceland, I guess, I, I oh, ran into some guys who had some experience and were kind of cocky, you know, and uh, <laughs> at the end of the five-day, seven-day seminar or whatever it's going to be, I always tell them, you know, bring, bring nice clothes for pictures uh so that we can take a group picture at the end and uh uh let's do some fights and you know when you show up to when you show up to train they're in sweats and you know Mm -hmm. socks and kung fu shoes on mats and all that stuff sure and i'll that last day i'll just throw every curveball that normally happens (laughs) to all of us i'll be like okay um you guys got it you're just 10 beats whatever it is you guys got down good switch parts you got five minutes (laughs) the director likes you better in that part so switch sure okay good and then i'll go in and make them change one move and they have to rearrange stuff for that and then i'll go in and add two words of dialogue from one side uh and then we'll go outside and do this on a hill but yeah they, <laughs> and i'll tell them to put on their picture clothes because that's what their actor would be wearing oh good not point sweats. so oh, i love there's that. a lot of there's a lot of ways to to really enhance the training that you're already doing, mm-hmm. um, you know, by challenging yourself like that. If I am any dudes try to try to throw a spin back in dress shoes and get inverted splits, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, even though yeah. I told the girls, I I told the girls to bring spanks or whatever to wear under dresses and skirts. Sure. Uh-huh. Um, running in heels is a thing. Like, did yeah. you think your actress was not going to be in heels? You know, and they'll, right. they'll beforehand. I'll try and I'll try and get them to pitch me who they think they could double. You know, just as a game. Right. And then I'll I'll try and find footage or stills of them in dress shoes and dress heels and stuff. Yeah. And like so, yeah. That uh, that whole martial art fight in those. What do you think? Like, nah, I couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So you want to train at least in pumps, uh, something right. three inches heels and stuff. You know, and. The guys, it was lucky that the guys, because some of them get kind of arrogant about how better they are versus women in stunts. Sure. And I say, look, they have to do a stair fall naked. Yeah. 
you you are wearing a hoodie and cargo pants. You could wear my pads, her pads, his pants. You could you mm-hmm. out all the pads. They got zipped because we want to see that it's a woman. So yep. shut the fo. Shut your mouth. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's That's, true. Yeah. That, what a yeah. genius! What a genius way to teach as well. To be like, oh, here's the here's the techniques and stuff like that. Here's what's gonna happen. All right, boom, 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 boom. You're like, there's no better yeah. training than that. You can see them short out too instantly. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and they'll they'll. I know that a lot of them will have taken that choreo that they worked on, perfected it all night. To yeah. Come back the next day, fresh and super ready with their acting beats in there, and then be like, "Yeah, switch parts." What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. Yeah, it happens. It does happen. Yeah, it does happen. And uh, locations change, and directors don't. You know, they want to add a certain move in the middle of all this, so they want to take out a certain move. You can't get married to what you've done. Yeah. Um, you gotta you gotta be able to flex. So many factors. So many factors. Yep. And like people change their mind. That's another big thing that you can't like <laughs> prepare for. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Learn, and learn we'll do it. the same the same fight they did for a stationary camera. We'll shoulder hold that and just walk in a circle around them. And I'll just tell them hit, miss, hit, miss. Because sure. now all the stacking they did for the one camera doesn't work because the camera's moved. Right. So you got to so recalculate. Cool. So you got to unstack your pumpkin <laughs> out yeah. of the way of the other person. <laughs> while restacking your hit so that it crosses right so you know there's a lot of math that happens instantly and you can see the math happening in their eyeballs <laughs> sure. so sure. yeah that's again also good practice um and these are just basics never mind the super funky choreo right about you know oh, that's a great point so what what do you look for in like like if someone has like a stunt reel or like a demo what's something that like stands out it's it's funny because the the thing to do today is to send a bunch of coordinators reels. I mean, they're not, people aren't, you can't hustle a set. Uh, right. That's true. I, mean, I don't know if you, I don't know if you can hustle a set ever again, really the yeah. way things are going. Yeah. Um, so they'll just push reels through. And I've seen a bunch lately and it's funny because knowing the person's personality changes the way I talk to them. Totally. Even though I guess as a coordinator, you should just be kind of universal about stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, uh, <laughs> but also, uh, it should be it should be short and concise. Try not to yeah. to be redundant. If you're redundant, like you show three times the same thing, uh, good uh, point. It, it's especially the gag, then we're gonna start pigeonholing you as the person that just does that. Right. Um, if you have a few different things you can show, uh, or and again, a lot of this stuff, especially now, has become like uh, gym footage, backyard footage. Mm-hmm. Uh, before you can get the work to show, you know, various work, real work jobs on your reel, that's sure. all you got, you know? Yeah. Um, the, I want to know that you see what I see. If you gave me this reel yeah. and pitched it as check out these awesome fights and I'm like, holy moly, <laughs> dude, yeah. this might suck. Then I know that you don't, <laughs> you don't even have the eye yet. Totally. You know yeah so, but some guys could be like you know we just worked on we did this in a day at a park um i just needed to beef up my fight part of it um and I'm, i'll see their resume and say you know you have x amount of years of this or you don't have any of this whatever mm-hmm. and i'll take those into consideration one of my favorite stories uh from back in the day was having to untrain a, the, the producer's like hey man i got the three-time world champ for you today like, awesome <laughs> has he done any picture has he ever done picture fighting uh no Awesome. Oh, oh boy. So we'll have we'll have to untrain that guy. Yeah. Meanwhile, the actor will come up and say, I got two left feet, but I can understand direction and I'll I'll mimic really well. So you tell me what to do and I'll do it. And because they're an empty sponge, 
Right. You can give them a lot and they're great. Sure. You know? um, untraining is hard. If you have just a reflex from not being hit, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they'll throw up their hands and they'll still try and take the reaction. <laughs> and we're yeah. like, wait a minute. It's one or the other. It's <laughs> <Sure. laughs> a good point. <laughs> um, it happens a lot. It happens a lot. Like the guys, they'll, they'll roll a shoulder like they would in normal uh, defense to, to cover their jaw. Sure. They'll still sell the hit. They'll be like, it looks like it bounced off your shoulder in a way because you got to you gotta just be caught. Uh, right. Okay, I'll try again. I'll try, you know, and it's it's a real hurdle to, to overcome. Sure. Uh, a lot of times, so. But if you take picture fighting as its own thing Absolutely. and know that you have, have these tools that you can draw from mm -hmm. and know that a camera only is two dimensional most times sure, <laughs> um, and that all you need to do is break the string or cross that frame to make that hit sell, then we can work with you really well. We can, we can make you look like Bruce Lee or Chuck Norris. You know what I mean? Sure. That's so cool. So, I love that. Yeah. I love it. But it's also, it's also the aesthetic. Like I, I thought I fired myself uh second season <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh we, we had some uh we had some second unit uh people come in from the marvel stuff mm -hmm. and they they tried to uh put some of that choreo on on nando and i kept having to yell at T. hey man quit posing they're making you pose he's like damn it yeah they are i shouldn't know <laughs> and uh finally one time i was like this isn't the marvel orient <laughs> it got it got really quiet and i was like uh crap oh no yeah, I think I found the line. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, luckily they changed up and uh, we came back to being what it was. And I didn't get let go. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> You're still there, Joe. And as we've learned, yeah. persistence is everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I felt a little too honest. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, dude, we've been talking for over an hour already. Look at us. You oh. did it. You survived. Speaking of surviving. I survived. You're still here. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, man. That was fun. Dude, of course. That's such a blast. Uh, before I let you go, though, I got to ask, uh, where can people find you online and all that stuff? Uh, you know what's funny? I, uh, I'm i not online that much. I, I mean, I have Instagram Probably and best. Facebook. But yeah, you know, that's the thing. I used to, I used to get flooded with stuff. At the same time, I uh, I killed a brand that I had going. I changed it to something else. It's, sure. it's hard to find me. Um, but uh, yeah, sure. um, Ninjo <laughs> Perez on Instagram is usually the best way to get a hold of me. Love it. Love it. Just yell out your window if you're in California. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe! Yeah. yeah. Keep doing it. It might work. It, listen, it's not impossible. <laughs> I've, I, I, I don't know why, but I've run the, into uh, Hito Koda. At oh, yeah? Probably, probably random, randomly like five times. <laughs> I'm like, Hito, he's like, Joe, are you stopping? I'm like, no, man. We just keep running into each other. Right. <laughs> we got to stop meeting <laughs> like this. <laughs> it's just weird. Like Disneyland of all places. <laughs> it's yeah. where, the, where the magic happens. Where the magic happens. It is where the magic happens. <laughs> Dude, I love it. I love it. And... Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Interesting Podcast. If you'd like to follow the show, it's at Pod of Interest on Twitter. If you'd like to follow me, I'm at Jedi Brian on all social media sites. 
You can also find me at brianbalance.com. There you'll find all my demos and a bunch of other fun stuff. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it and tell your friends. A good rating or review always helps and is greatly appreciated. Let the people know we've got some cool stuff going on over here. Speaking of cool stuff, we now have merch. Just search The Interesting Podcast on tpublic.com to get you some sweet gear. I've also got a Patreon, so if you'd like to support the show more directly, you now have that option over at patreon.com slash jedibrian. On that note, special thanks to Bernice, Chris, Ben, Jim, Daz, Kelly, Daryl, and Victor. Your support means so, so much, and I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. So until next time, be well.